Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you are listening to Hey Cool Life. It's a micro podcast about mental health and creativity. Ooh, it is episode 6, January 7th, 2019. I hope everyone had a restful weekend, and if you didn't, I hope it was still really joyful and kind of like reassuring and resuscitating and re-energizing all of those things. Um, yeah, I, I have something of a confession to make, which is that I have a bunch of things that are lapsed, like my health insurance, I just didn't pay it on January 1st when I was supposed to. I didn't pay for my dental insurance when I was supposed to. Um, If you are my friends and you've sent me a Christmas card and I haven't responded, it's because I've only just opened them. Um, I'm terrible with mail. It fills me with such anxiety and guilt and it's to the point where when I see it, it, it makes me so anxious that I just don't check the mail. Um, I have a similar thing going on with my emails. I have thousands and thousands of them that I do not open. And the reason I'm saying all of this isn't to trigger anyone because a lot of people have issues like this. Um, but I just wanted to share (laughs) my shame around it to help destigmatize it at least a little bit. Um... But the reason why I'm talking about it in the context is that, like, I, like many people on my Twitter timeline, read Anne Helen Peterson's piece on burnout for BuzzFeed, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, It sort of describes burnout and exhaustion as, like, a contemporary condition, which is that a lot of people have it. And this was particular to millennials, but I really do think that anyone who works with millennials or tries to keep pace with millennials or, or and also just the fact that millennials now are like 38 years old, um, it's just that there's this like undercurrent of exhaustion and overwhelmness that is just your like level setting it's just like where you are um and then you like pile on all these other things and tasks and chores and feelings of having to be like quote optimized um and that's just so incredibly stressful and you know I really wanted to talk about this feeling of when you can't seem to bring yourself to do things Um, Again, in the piece, Anne Helen talks about, like, errand paralysis, and I really, really have that around, like, getting artwork framed, or, you know, last year, um, just to keep confessing, uh, I didn't do my expenses for three stops on my book tour, because I just, I really just couldn't, I couldn't do it, um, and it, that, you know, that makes no sense to me as someone who's constantly, like, so many people worried about, you know, like, money, um, and I, and I just had to kind of forgive myself for not doing it at the end of the year, um, so yeah, this, this piece, again, was, like, so, 
amazing because it even sort of like tackled what I talked about yesterday in terms of like how to say no to things where even like self-care feels like another task on this like inexhaustible list of things that you have to do in a day where you know you know I was talking to a few friends and um a friend of mine actually professed what what to me sounded a little bit like like you know guilt or just like um like shame about like not quote getting around to finding a therapist or like or or and I've definitely experienced this with a lot of friends who you know can't afford a therapist and feel guilty about that and you know if you just like look at that whole construct it's kind of like mind-blowing because you know, instead of sort of feeling compassion for yourself because you can't get around to doing something or you can't afford to do something, it just, like, creates this, like, sense of, like, inadequacy and almost, like, incompetence, like, like, being able to afford something like that is something you should be able to do or else it's, like, an incredible sense of, like, overwhelmness at, you know, the systemic issue that makes that unaffordable to you and um yeah which is just to say that like I wonder what would happen if you could just accept that you were exhausted and sort of like recognize that this is like what you're working with And so when I say, like, you know, can you try to only say yes to two things in a day, like two big things, you know, like going to work or going to the gym or like meeting a friend or and working on a book or a project, like just two large things, you know, I wonder if you could allow yourself to say no to more things if you recognize that you were exhausted because so many so many people are like people in my dms when i posted this um article were just like flipping out because it almost felt like a diagnosis to read this piece and so i just want to say that when i urge everyone to have a gentle day part of that is recognizing that if something feels so hard to do or feels impossible to do and you feel like a genuine like bewilderment around why you can't get an extra set of keys made or why you can't cancel your gym membership or why you can't like go to the post office or do these things or like buy stamps or or get inbox zero or any of these things and you have this like feeling of like either feeling as though you're you're like betrayed by your body or if you feel like you're lazy or incompetent or just like I don't know just like a fuck up basically I wonder if like all of these like negative thoughts that again become so rote and ingrained and like 
ruminative and go round and round in circles to where like that becomes a habit like thinking about yourself in that way becomes like a hardcore habit i wonder if you when you have one of these thoughts you can like press pause and be like whoa why am i talking to myself this way and what is the larger issue i want to say that if you feel like you're calling yourself incompetent or lazy or just like bad at life or bad at adulting if you can just like accept that maybe that isn't all that's there so again in the piece in the ending that just kind of blew me away like Anne Helen talks about this other writer who wrote about homelessness named Devin Price and um there's this great quote that was just like unbelievable that if a person's behavior doesn't make sense to you you're missing a part of their context and this just really applies to burnout like again like in the piece they're just like the the writer talks about this like tremendous relief at the fact that the context that she was missing was that she's burnt out and that's why all these things feel so impossible and so yeah i i urge you to read the piece and if you can't because you know it's just adding to your list of chores that feel overwhelming to you i think the takeaway that i would love to share and invite you to consider is that if you feel like you're a big fail and you feel like you're like bad at things and you feel betrayed by your body and brain i wonder if you can just like take a second to close your eyes and just like think about the fact that there is a possibility that you're doing your absolute best given the fact that you are beyond tired because there are so many issues that contribute to this like you know this whole optimization thing this this whole thing of like feeling like you're constantly in a rush like feeling like you're not like posting on social media enough feeling like you don't have enough jobs to make a living that you're not 24/7 responding to slack messages just like take a moment <laughs> and try to be nice to yourself because like genuinely you're like a sick person and if that doesn't feel comfortable to you then at least try to accept that like you are overwhelmed and that when you pile on more things for you to do that day that you're piling them onto a person who is already really really overwhelmed Um I know this was really rambly. Um but yeah, I just it's such a important thing not to make value judgments on your thoughts and sit there and just like really almost petrify the grooves of like the way your thoughts just want to like constantly and automatically 
tell yourself that you're like messing up so yeah I mean I feel like so many of these will just be <laughs> like further dives into what being gentle means but this is just like more data points on why being gentle is so important. Um, so with that, I definitely wish you a gentle day. Thanks.